Live from Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Slightly Serious Show. It is Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. And uh, I wasn't sure, 100% sure I was going to be able to make it tonight. Oh, thanks for the cups of coffee. I have uh, yet to have one this evening. I did have some earlier this afternoon, though. Um, but yes, uh, Big Sexy and I, um, we, we headed up to Big Bear Lake, California early this morning. Uh, after the show last night, I tried to get some rest. And for some reason, I was just tossing and turning. I woke up at like 1, 2, 30, 4 o'clock. And anyways, I had to get up my happy ass out of bed at 6.30 a.m. so we could make the drive up to have breakfast. Because it takes about two and a half hours. And uh, we went up there, had a great time, got to see uh, our, our friend Jamie, who owns, uh, it's called the Grizzly, the Grizzly Manor Cafe, I believe. The Grizzly Bear Cafe fantastic breakfast place and the thing i love about it the thing that really got us uh, enamored at, aside from the food being great is the personality of the guy i would have to say what i don't know like seven years ago when we the first time we went up there right this guy has such a fantastic personality he loves to give people shit and i'll give you a, a great example of what, how he did that this afternoon so we get up there and Big Sexy and I, we, we both like the same uh, entree. It's the Ronald Seymour. And basically what it is, it's uh, you know country fried steak and eggs with hash browns. And oh, so good. So anyways, the waitress gets over there. And we said, well, we know what we want. We don't need to look at the menu. And the waitress said, oh, you want the country fried steak and eggs one, don't you? I said, oh, yeah. And she looked back at me and she says, uh, we're out of country fried steak. Unbelievable. So anyways, I, I told her, I'm like, all right, I know Jamie's here because him and I had a conversation prior to us going into the restaurant, right? And uh, so I told him, I told the waitress, you need to go talk to Jamie and tell him what I'm about to tell you. I said, have Jamie go over to Denny's. Pick up a couple of the country fried steak steaks that are frozen and bring them damn back over to his restaurant and cook them for me. <laughs> so anyways, Jamie comes over to the table, right? And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, sorry about that. It's uh, actually, it's your fault. Uh, we ran out. Uh, we only had one this morning. So it's your fault for not coming yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, we still had a great time. They, all of the uh, entrees and stuff. Yes. Uh, I can feel your pain slightly. There's a Greek restaurant by our house that we like. When we go for breakfast, I always get a Greek omelet and I get walnuts added to it. And he came out time before last that we went. He said, uh, just want to let you know, I made a lot of baklava last night, so I don't have any walnuts. But it's pretty oh. neat when the chef comes out to tell you, hey, I don't have what you normally get. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Makes and you really feel appreciated, though, you know? It does. And, and it's just, uh, he's one of those down to earth. He's actually originally from San Diego. And uh, uh, he had his uh, daughter working with him. She was the manager of the restaurant, and her husband was the chef for a while. Uh, and about six months ago, we knew that they were going to be heading. They, they moved to Alaska. 
And so he's like, well, now I'm back in here slaving away. And uh, he's he's been wanting to sell the joint for a while, but he's like, um, the place makes so much. Nobody wants to buy it for what I want to sell it for. <laughs> like, it must be a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah, that's a bitch of a problem to deal with, right? Yeah, but uh, he's like, he, you know, he's pretty set off in his ways. and uh, But overall, a fantastic guy. And uh, no, it's uh, it's great just to go up there and uh, give him shit, and he gives it right back, and uh, it's it's really great. Uh, our other friend who owns a candle shop, we try to contact him. I tried to text message him a couple times uh, because you know uh, I think back in June he was he had told me that uh, his legs had gotten had had gotten paralyzed. He had uh, a surgery. If you recall, he has blood cancer, and um, uh, we, he was, the shop wasn't open, uh, on our way back down the mountain though, he did go, give us a call. Cause I was, I wasn't upset that his shop was closed. I was just concerned that he was his being. but, uh, he called me back, uh, as we're, uh, around five, four, four thirty, five o'clock when we had just gotten down from the mountain. He's like, well, I just got to the shop. I was at the VA all day. And, uh, I told him, I'm like, we'll come up and see you again soon. And, uh, I'm just happy that you called me back. I know you're okay. So. All in all, it was a, a, a fun, fantastic time. Two and a half hour drive up, two and a half hour drive back. And uh, it was very beautiful up there. It was uh, 72 degrees with a light breeze. Oh, can't get much better than that. But anyways, how the hell is everybody else doing? Producer Eric, how's your day been? My, my day's been pretty good for the most part. Um, and uh, Mr. Uh, Pert? Good. At a yeah. hot afternoon in a warehouse doing some uh, demonstrations, but uh, after that, it got better. Uh, what were you demonstrating, sir? Uh, can't I can't divulge that information, or I may have to uh, may have to have you sign a you know non disclosure uh, act and have uh, people in you know yeah we no, won't I, go any further with that yeah what is going on too much sauce are you getting saucy by the minute hopefully you're having a fantastic Tuesday evening. Well, um, I don't know. Uh, the, the first thing that I wanted to bring up uh, that I had overheard on the way back is, you know, as you all are well aware, uh, September 14th, right around the corner. I don't know. What do we got? We got, what, seven, 17 days? No. Um, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Three weeks away from, uh, you know, the recall election of uh, Governor Newsom. And... You know how I've been saying, you know, I think uh, I, I'm a little sketched out whether or not anything's going to really happen uh, to the governor. Because, you know, a lot of Republicans have left, uh, left the state and the, they've moved on to better pastures. And, well, another story came up today that even has me concerned that much more. And it has to do with election integrity. <laughs> uh, Fox LA, uh, Fox 11 reported over 300 California recall election ballots discovered in suspects vehicle alongside gun and drugs. He yeah. was holding those for his family. ABC Don't seven got that story too. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you can't make this shit up. And anyways, this happened in Torrance, California. Uh, they recovered more than 300 unopened ballots inside the vehicle of a suspect who was found passed out in his car at 7-Eleven in the parking lot of 7-Eleven, along with guns and drugs, or gun and drugs. I don't know how many guns he had. Uh, now the investigators are now trying to figure out how the election ballots ended up in the suspect's vehicle and what their intent was in having them. Um, 
I think I could answer what the intent is. <laughs> yeah, why is that such a hard one to figure, right? Does that really take a rocket scientist uh, to figure that out? But I want to know how he got them. Uh, you know, the Democrats, like, uh, you know, is he going to his friend's house so he can put all, uh, you know, everyone can vote no on them? The other thing I wanted to bring up with these ballots, and I haven't tried it yet, but there are many reports that if you were to mail in your recall ballot and you select yes, you can see through it. So if you're going to go mail it, you can see that the person voted yes. What do you think about that? Are you saying you cannot tell if it's a no vote, though? If they vote no, you can't tell. But if they vote yes, you can tell. This sounds really like invasion wild. of privacy. Yeah, a little fishy, don't you think? I don't know. Yeah, it's questionable there. It is questionable. but uh, And then the other thing that's happening right now is, uh, you know, there's uh, a lot of infighting with the Republicans over former San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner. Uh, he's been battling it out with Larry Elder. And uh, it's not helping the cause whatsoever for the, the yes on recall. You know, we have Kevin Faulkner, who, in my opinion, like I said from the very beginning, he's very, very centrist. He, he's a big centrist. And more and more I think about it, I think he's going to end up running as a Democrat one day because of all the bullshit that's occurring. Uh, you know, he's continuing to throw Larry Elder under the bus. It's like, dude, why don't you just run your own campaign? Stop attacking other Republicans, because no matter what, the most important thing is that we get a yes on recall. And uh, there's there's people in the conservative party now asking for Kevin Faulkner to go ahead and drop out of the race. He's only pulling at about three percent right now. So it'll be interesting. Uh, a lot of people are comparing him to God. What is that rhino's name? He used to have a home here in La Jolla. Uh, Mitt Romney. That's what they're comparing former San Diego mayor Kevin Faulkner to. So we'll see if he ever. We'll see if he drops out of the race or not. Isn't it interesting how anytime the left feels threatened, they throw out the race card? Well, yeah, and that's what they, you know, that's what they did with Larry Elder, calling him, uh, what, the black face to white supremacy, right? Yeah, maybe I got a little off subject on that, but I, I don't know. I've just, that's been kind of on my mind how they just threw that out there just without a care. And, you know, yeah, it, it, now they got, you know, an issue started with him. It's just, it's aggravating. Well, I mean, he even, you know, they even tried to accuse him of brandishing a weapon in front of his former girlfriend. And I mean, it's, a, you know, total smear campaign. This Larry Elder guy, he's not a career politician. I mean, he's a, for God's sakes, he's a talk show host. Well, and that's, you know, that's why they feared Trump, because he wasn't a career politician. And he doesn't owe anybody favors and he didn't want anybody. Exactly. And a lot of the policies that he's all about, I mean, coincide with what black voters in California want. So for, for, you know, a newspaper like the LA slimes to go ahead and call them out as the black face for white supremacy. I mean, come on, how low do you have to go? But yeah, uh, evidently that low, I guess I'm pretty low. I mean, that's, that's, but you know, with the, as much on the attack that everybody is going on Larry Elder, that shows and proves how scared they are of him. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you have we have not seen any recently. We have not seen any commercials by Governor Newsom, and the main reason, is, in my opinion, is because 
Kevin Faulkner's doing all the dirty work for him. Well, and you haven't heard him come out and say anything negative about Jenner, so they're not concerned about that one. Yeah, I don't think anybody's concerned about uh, Caitlyn Jenner at this point. Um, so, but uh, you know, but uh, you know what? I at least have the respect of uh, for Caitlyn Jenner because Caitlyn is not out attacking other conservatives. Caitlyn is just going out and running, you know, her campaign, which is how it should be. Right. So I don't know. We'll see if uh, if. If there's a no, if the no vote on recall wins, I think a lot of eyes are going to turn over to Kevin Faulkner. And I think, uh, uh, we'll see. Anywho, um, there was an interesting article, uh, producer Eric, uh, had, uh, sent over my way. Uh, mm-hmm. this is, uh, according to the HuffingtonPost.com, or HuffPost.com, saying that Alex Jones. Or the Huffington Puffington Post, is that what I call it? All right. Well, we can go with that too. That Alex Jones is, uh, has flipped on President, former President Trump, and uh, decides that maybe, quote, he's a dumbass. Anyways, the far right uh, talks radio host and prolific conspiracy theorist, and no, I'm not talking about Jeremy Cummings. Alex Jones turned on Donald Trump after the former president said he'd been vaccinated against COVID-19 and encouraged his supporters to do the same. At a rally on Saturday night in Alabama, Trump was booed after telling followers the vaccine works quote i believe totally in your freedoms i do you got to do what you have to do but i recommend take the vaccines i did it's good anyways during his uh, info wars programming on sunday jones raved about the safe and effective covid19 vaccine and how he's certain it will create quote mutants he declared that trump was following orders from the left to go push out or go out and push the vaccine and uh, CNN snaps their fingers. Jeff Zucker snaps his fingers and Trump clicks his heels and hops up there at the attention and says, quote, how high do you want me to jump, boss? And that's what Jones said. He then played a, a clip of uh, Trump's message about the vaccines in Alabama. B.S. Jones proclaimed afterward. Trump, that's a lie. You're not stupid. And uh, he went on to say, but my God, maybe you're not that bright. He added, maybe Trump's actually a dumbass. Anyways, I'm very surprised that uh, Mr. Alex Jones is, he's getting all woke over President Trump, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anybody surprised about that? I mean, I thought he was like, I don't know, he, he always had nothing bad to say about Donald Trump. Or maybe he's trying to copy a certain Bards FM, right? Oh, yeah, Bards. Well, you know, we had Jeremy on last night. Uh, mm-hmm. He about how all of these uh, people, and I'm going to call them personalities, because all they're out doing is raising money for themselves. They're pocketing millions of dollars off these people that want to believe in some, oh, QAnon, or this, or the war boards. Well, well they're, they're scam artists is what they are. Well, yeah. And we got to make I, up a group. What are we going to make up? What should we call them? I don't know. Hmm. Any, any suggestions in chat for all those QAnon people? The righty tidies. The righty tidies. Eh? I don't know. <laughs> well, they're not, we know they're not lefty loosies. I mean, maybe their imagination is a little loose, but it's, it's amazing to me how, oh, I got one for you. It, it, it has to do with social media, actually. Uh, we're at my da- dad's house. So I'm kind of going off subject here. But it's it's amazing how you know this all stems go, goes back to you know people will believe anything they read online, right? Yeah. And so, big sexy 
he uh, with a straight face, no no joke here. He he says to my dad, "Did you know that this coming October, October thirteenth, which is Friday the thirteenth, will be the first Halloween in six hundred and sixty six years to fall on Friday the thirteenth? Six hundred and sixty six years. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Interesting. Right. But guess what? My dad wasn't buying it. He's like, uh, Halloween falls on October 31st. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy that, you know, uh, I, I even fell for it. I didn't question it. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's interesting. (laughs) That's one of those stories. It's just like, I don't care. (laughs) Right. It's, but you know, people fall for it. It's kind of like the queue and all that people, you know, I guess, I guess it has to do with people want, not wanting to lose hope. Hey, I'm going to twist on BP's suggestion. He says the no Q-tippers. Let's do uh, the no Q... Q uh, well, no. No q I don't know. I lost my train of thought. COVID brain. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say COVID brain. Um, or, or we used to call that a brain fart. Remember? Oh, yeah. We, we, uh, we have brain farts every once in a while. Uh, speaking of Q, uh, tips, though, BP. In Florida, a restaurant customer tipped staff $10,000. Can you believe that? The bill was only $135. I mean, uh, you know, it's amazing. And they left a $10,000 tip. Anyways, this uh, a customer in Florida a restaurant thanked the staff for showing up and working hard by leaving them a $10,000 tip. The Wahoo Seafood Grill in Gainesville said in an Instagram post that they received uh, uh, Instagram post that a recent customer asked to speak with the eatery's entire staff during a recent visit the workers gathered in the dining room where the man quote thanked them for showing up and working hard the man then announced that he would be tipping each of the each of the 10 workers a thousand dollars i'm not usually an emotional guy but this really got to me he said i'm blown away we're all blown away by his generosity uh, owner sean shepherd wrote the last year and a half hasn't been easy on this industry we're hurting and we're exhausted but it's this. But this is incredible. This incredible act of kindness has restored our faith in humanity. Good job on that, guy. Well, you know how his Yelp review is, don't you? No, I have not seen the the Yelp review. I'm sure it's a, a pretty good Yelp review. Oh, he left a really good review, and he says service was grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can never slip one by you, Bert, huh? No. I caught that one. I don't know if anybody else. Did. I try hard. That uh, that was good. So yeah, that uh, that's 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 good stuff right there. Um, we need more of that in our society. I mean, not everybody's got a grand a tip and all that, but well, a ten grand a tip, a grand a piece. Well, yeah, grand a piece. I mean, uh, we were on. The, we went to Vons on the way before we headed home. Uh, Big sexy needed some stuff because tonight we're doing. Uh, he, uh, I should uh, I shouldn't say we. He's doing. He's doing. Uh, hot dogs bacon wrapped hot dogs and so he needed a few things and uh, he's like if i see one more sign that says help wanted i said uh you're gonna apply (laughs) he's like no (laughs) but yeah there's a lot of restaurants not only restaurants but just every day run-of-the-mill mom and pop businesses needing looking for help i mean even the restaurant that we went to that uh, up in big bear he's looking for help so, 
plus all the people that are getting off their ass, getting off of the government cheese, and uh, getting their asses back to work if they're able and willing. So thanks, uh, thanks for liking the show, Jastock. I appreciate that. Uh, Per says, if I was dining there, I would have ran over. I would have ran over and told him I work there. It's just my day <laughs> off. That, that's an honor of Dose. That sounds like something he would say. <laughs> yeah, Dose would say something like that. That's for sure. Um, we have uh, we have an update. Uh, you know, someone has passed away. Someone worth noting that we need to bring up. Uh, drummer Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones. He's dead at the age of eighty. Now, I did do some research, and nobody has them on their celebrity. Dang. Yeah. yeah. He's now doing lead vocals for Hey You, Get Off My Cloud, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? You're, you're going to hell, Pert. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, uh, the self-facing and unshakable Rolling Stones drummer who helped anchor one of the rock's greatest rhythm sections and used his day job to support his enduring love of jazz has died according to his publicist bernard dowdy said tuesday that watts passed away peacefully in a london hospital earlier today surrounded by his family charlie was a cherished husband father and grandfather and also a member of the rolling stones one of the greatest drummers of his generation uh, watts had announced he would not tour with the stones in 2021 because of an undefined health issue so did you ever see that guy with a different facial expression. It was always the same pan face. You yeah, no, he had, he always had the same expression. And I often wondered, I mean, it doesn't look like he ever had Botox, but I mean, if you have the same expression, you kind of wonder. Well, I wasn't referring to it as Botox. I just mean that when you watch Demon and you watch all their old videos and footage of him, you kind of wonder, it's like, are they enslaving that guy? Is he being tortured? Because he doesn't look like he's having much fun, but evidently he loved it. It was just, that was he just, his concentration look, I guess. I don't know. He always seemed to have a fake smile on his face. He's like, yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's like a more like a grimace than a smile. Yeah, but, I'm looking at that picture you got up there now. Eh, maybe yeah, I mean, it's like but when he was playing, it was just like a straight, just serious look. Well, I didn't get a chance to, you know, I'm not as old as you are, Bert, so I, you know, didn't have much time to watch him perform live and slightly. You can't see what I'm doing, can you? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Come on. Um, We also need to find if we have a new message from the mystery caller. Oh yeah, we we yeah. I guess you'll have to listen to the messages, but if you do, I guess you'll have to wait till tomorrow night. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't. I, I've been out all day, so I have no idea. I've not checked any voicemails today. Um, I did have some missed phone calls. I know that. Um, but yeah, damn, um, uh, Pert, you, I, uh, you, you sent me over a thing that that shows how the vaccine works. Why are we calling it the vaccine? It's the shot. I thought it was cute. I thought Dustin, Dustin was going to um, send something over via email last night, but the video he saw yesterday morning. Um, it looks like YouTube has apparently deleted it, um, but I don't know if this might be it or not. Um, that currently is sending you. Well, I'm not sure. This is a TikTok video uh, that was sent, and uh, basically, it's a little—I don't know—it's it's, a animation of how you know the COVID that might be it works. And I, I uh, will use the quote-unquote vaccine because we all know that slightly calls it a shot. And uh, I don't know if there's any audio or. Uh, we'll see. Um, is there audio on this? No. I don't remember there being audio. 
Yeah, I don't know. But if there is, you'll get to listen to that. And uh, if you're over on Podbean exclusively, you're probably going to miss out because I have no idea exactly how to. I just, I don't know. I just thought regardless of your opinion on the shot, it, it was comical. Well, let's find out. Oh, yeah. The- <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. I love the animation, by the way. Uh oh. <laughs> that was fantastic. And, uh, you know, like I said, for those of you on Podbean, uh, if you're missing out on the video portion of things, you can always go to dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious and all of the videos and all that. You'll be privy to all that. And uh, But that was fantastic video. I want to know who's got their time on their hands to do uh, artistic drawings as such. I know, TikTok. right? Maybe it was big sexy. It might have been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that sounds about right, Perk. Well, he hasn't been doing too many TikToks, though. He's been mostly on the uh, gram. He modeled the virus after your neighbor that was looking over your fence. Oh, oh yeah. In case anybody missed it last night, um, you know, Dagmar Midcap got caught on, can- on the ring video camera um looking over the fence it looked like and then when the big sexy went to co- confront her about it um she wasn't too happy follower thanks for the follow prescott bob prescott is how they, he pronounces it prescott oh. that, 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 yeah well you, you might have to talk to the old man from the old man's podcast about like prescott oh. arizona or prescott yeah, I always, heard, I always heard Prescott. Now you say is how he pronounces it. Is how who pronounces it? Prescott Bob or somebody <laughs> else? Bob, I don't know. I like Prescott Bob. I do like Prescott Bob. It comes, it comes off the tongue naturally. Yeah. Sounds yeah. very sophisticated. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> where were we going? <clears throat> My throat has got, uh, I don't know. I hope I don't have COVID. But Take another sip of Topo Chico. Oh, yeah. I, I've, been, I've been drinking it in between. Uh, uh, stories and stuff like that. I bought a bottle here in Dahlonega about an hour and a half north of Eric earlier when I was walking around town. Oh, oh nice. Well, here's another video. Um, this is uh, cock-blocking roommates. I have, I, I'm always scared when I, I see these uh, no, it's the titles of the videos. <laughs> it's, it's clean. <laughs> Anyways, let's see. Uh, let's, let's see. Uh, we're, we're trying to uh, you know not be so negative on our show anymore. So here we go. What is he doing? Is that like? (laughs) (laughs) Is it like a mask with like a hair piece? Yeah, it's on a big stick, and he's just lifting it up over the railing. (laughs) She freaks out. She probably even peed in her pants. I'm telling you, that that was a heck of a reaction. Oh my god, he that poor guy probably didn't get any that night just because of his friend. Super, super sad. 
guy my, got it too, though. <laughs> if that was my friend, I would have beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, so I apparently I've heard, and you can uh, correct me if I'm incorrect on this, but uh, it sounds like President Biden is saying that he's going to have all of uh, the Americans out by August 31st. He says a lot of things slightly. I, I find that very hard to imagine. Well, you know, he's expecting the Taliban to continue to cooperate. The Taliban has told him there's no extension on this. You get them out or we're going to start being aggressive. Do you think they do you think if he doesn't get them out that they're going to dispose of them? I mean, why would they not go ahead and fire on them because they've got them and basically it's like shooting ducks in a barrel and they're not afraid obviously to shoot at any other people's armies they've been doing it over there for 20 years so what's going to stop them now i don't know i don't know either um i'm terrified what's about to occur but we'll see i did see a story uh executed a comedian nazar mohammed because he made fun of them Oh my God! If I, I guess I, I better never go there because I've made fun of the Taliban. I that's always taking, that's taking cancel culture to the extreme, right there. That oh, yes, that's really extreme. Yeah. I mean, I, I always like funny. Joke, I always like to joke around about you know calling you know the Taliban telling me banana, but they probably kill me for that saying that too. You know, and I had a classmate in school. I'm not going to say her last name, but I'm going to say her name is Crystal. Crystal with a K, and um. And she would, you know, annoy the crap out of me when she would do the hello Taliban. And I'm like, girl, please. <laughs> I, won't, I won't say her last name, but her name is Crystal Lee with a K. Hey, how many crystals with a K are there in the world? <laughs> oh, let's see. There's crystal burgers. There's cri- no. Oh, my God. Lou Rock says China called out the U.S. inter interaction. Uh, you called out the U.S. interaction in the Middle East today and how much suffering the U.S. has caused the region. Well, it's okay, Lou Rock. We have, we have uh, Kamalama Ding Dong over there in, in uh, Asia right now just to make sure things are okay. I mean, she's more concerned about uh, Asia than she is about illegal immigrants coming into our country, apparently. Um, I don't know. Stripper name. Yeah, that, that could be a, a stripper name, producer Eric. Crystal with a K. <laughs> yeah, I, yep. I agree with that though. But it, at least it's not Crystal with a C because th- there was one Crystal with a C who was, you know, an, uh, an awesome chick that I think you would like her. Well, hopefully Crystal's not doing Crystal. That's what we really want. Right. Drugs are bad. At least hardcore drugs. Um, I'm really, uh, let's see what, uh, oh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's making uh, headlines again these days. He's trying to get his name out there. He's basically telling people, screw your freedom, get the jab. <laughs> uh, anyways, he, it led to a, a sponsorship loss. Uh, his annual bodybuilding competition, the Arnold Sports Festival, Naga. has lost the sponsor. And it looks like they won't be back. Last week, Redcon won a sports supplement company. Um, should we just call it out what it is? Probably a, uh, a, a steroid company. Anyways, announced that it would discontinue its support of the upcoming event, also known as the Arnold Classic, as well as all of the other Schwarzenegger-related events. The move followed an interview from earlier this month where the kindergarten cop and former governor of California firmly took anti-mask protesters to school. 
Speaking with CNN's senior global affairs analyst, Biano G, and retired U.S. Army Lieutenant Alexander Vindman, as part of a virtual event for Vindman's book, Here Right Matters, Schwarzenegger discussed his efforts to shoot down misinformation surrounding the ongoing coronavirus pandemic amidst rising COVID-19 case numbers due to the Delta variant and vaccine hesitancy. Quote, there are still people who live in denial and still people who don't believe in mass. Uh, that's what he observed, emphasizing the importance of listening to, quote unquote, experts like Dr. Fauci, chief medical advisor to President Joe Biden and the director of NIH. And, uh, you know, the guy who likes to spend hundreds of millions of our taxpayer dollars on tests in Wuhan. Anyways, this, there, is, there is a virus here, Schwarzenegger continued. It kills people, and the only w- way to prevent it is get vaccinated, wear masks, do social distancing, wash your hands at all times, and not just to think about. Well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom, because with freedom comes obligations and responsibilities, he said. You have the freedom to wear no mask, but you know something? You're a schmuck for not wearing a mask. Very strong words, Arnold. Anybody realize this is coming from an Austrian, not a uh, not an a, American? Yeah, I mean, maybe oh, I was gonna, American now. I was gonna say that too, in, in case anyone didn't missed it or didn't get the memo. Um, he's technically not a natural born American citizen anyway, so um, we, we, we don't have to worry about him running for president. Thank God. Yeah, I, I never liked him, even as governor of California. He did a shit. I thing. mean, he. He used to have such a great movie career in the Terminator movies and Commando and Kindergarten Cop and Jingle All the Way, but but with this latest gaffe of his, um, I, I would almost say that I've lost respect for for the former governor or you know and movie star <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know how the how the uh, COVID virus stays away from peaceful protesters and sophisticated party throwers. It must stay away from people who smoke cigars while they're shopping for Jeeps too, because did you see what he got busted for? He put out a, a it was either TikTok or Instagram or something video saying basically what he said there. And then the next day he was out smoking a cigar, looking without for cheeks without a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it. I mean, hell, I mean, I saw photos of uh, Nancy Pelosi's little super spreader event the other day and not a damn single one of those people had masks on. And I, I just, um, but they're COVID immune for for reasons that are beyond our control. But I like that one chick that was in that you that Twitter video who says that if you go to a Trump rally, COVID just magically appears. Remember that? Yes. If you go to the, if you go to uh, that event, or if you go to a, a Walmart, uh, COVID doesn't go to Walmart's and Targets. Remember, because all the big box stores were open, nobody ever got COVID there. Um, one of the things uh, earlier this afternoon I had heard, and I'm very disturbed by, all these wonderful healthcare people here in the state of California are pressuring counties, including San Diego. They're pressuring them to make it mandatory for you to be vaccinated to enter any establishment indoors. That's not going to fly with me. They can kiss my ass in my business. I will not enforce that myself. But um, that's very concerning to me. Oh, welcome back to the show, Bert. I know you had to uh, drop off for a little bit. But uh, yeah, the, uh, I heard that today. They are lobbying hardcore, all of these uh, healthcare physicians and everything else. I don't know where 
or how they think they can get away with this. But like I said, for those of you that live in the state of California, whether you're on the show live listening over on DLive or downloading it on a podcast from iHeartRadio or any of the other podcatchers, you live in the state of California. If you do not vote yes on recall against Governor Newsom, I guarantee you shit is going to hit the fan. Businesses are going to suffer. He's going to close everything down. And he's going to be Mr. Gestapo all over again. So make sure you uh, get out there. I don't, and like I said, I've, I continuously say this. I could give two shits who you elect as the governor to replace him at this point. Me personally, I'll endorse Larry Elder. But you can put whoever you want. I, I'm fine with that. Anybody but selecting no on the first question on the ballot. Anyways, um, I don't know what I'm going to do, Pert, if, they, if all these healthcare officials get their way uh, and make it uh, to where you have to have a vaccination passport to enter a building uh, to go to the gym or to the, you know, hell, to a retail outlet, to a restaurant, then what? Well, just go down to the evidence room where that guy got busted with the absentee balance, pretend you're a cop and tell him you need to collect it for the judge and submit them all. What the hell? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Think like a liberal. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. I, it's, it, it's unfathomable that we as Americans are being told we have to present hell, especially in New York City, where you are required to show them your ID and your vaccination card to enter a restaurant or a bar. But when it comes time for you to go vote, you don't need to show a damn thing. Isn't that kind of backwards? Depends on what side you're on, but yes. Unbelievable. I don't know. I'm going to uh, take a a, a swig of some Topo Chico. We're going to take our first time out uh, of the evening. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Tuesday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. And uh, let's see. Welcome back to the show. Um, One of the things I wanted to go over, and it's been something that's been on my mind, and it has nothing to do with politics. Um, but I, I guess it comes more from me thinking, uh, I guess. And that is, you know how we earlier on in the show, we talked about people having hope and maybe that's one of the reasons why they're all believers in this whole QAnon and all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed uh, to, to be forthcoming. Uh, you know, I'm not a very religious man myself. Uh, I've, you know, I will tell you that I do believe that there's a God and all that. Uh, I don't go to church and all of that. And I don't, one of the things that crosses my mind a lot is the fact that number one, and this, this is going to be a little controversial. I know, I know you're listening to this, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so here's my deal, right? Number one, uh, when I was younger, I, w- I would read snippets of the Bible. Very difficult. It's almost like a foreign language to me because of how it's written. Any, anybody else read the Bible? It's not like real. Yes. It's not written in the English language, if you know what I mean. 
Well, it depends I'm, on what version you get slightly. There's different versions yeah. out there. Oh, okay. Do I, do or, I, or, yeah. or here would probably be a joke about the Bible, you know, whether people get offended by this or not. Like, I remember that. Oh. I remember the, I remember the quote from the movie Beetlejuice. Um, like the like that handbook for the recently deceased. Um, you know, some people would probably be like, um, this reads like stereo instructions. Stereo instructions. <laughs> but but I love Tron Cat's um acronym for the Bible: basic instructions before leaving Earth. Oh, pulling up with the lemon. Oh, Rob, thanks for the lemon. Oh, thank you, Pert, for the lemons. That's right. So anyways, you know, as I recall, you know, I would peruse a couple of pages and stuff like that. And, you know, you really have to, like, take your time and study, right? But always in the back of my mind. And I, and like I said, this has absolutely n in no way uh, has anything to do with disrespecting any religion or anybody that believes in whatever you believe in. You're all, you all have the right to believe in what you like to believe in. This is just my own perspective. Free will. Exactly. And so uh, my, my thing is this. Number one, very hard for people like myself, I guess, to interpret. And then I go back to thinking, you know how, you know, because they say it's the word of God. Am I correct in saying that? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So you know how, like, if I were to tell Eric something, and then Eric goes to Pert with it. And then Pert goes to Honeybee. Well, by the time it gets to BP, it's going to be like something totally different, right? Mm-hmm. So I've always questioned, how do we know that's the exact word, you know, of quote unquote God? Because it was written a long, long time ago, uh, apparently, right? No, I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out. It was written uh, you know, a hundred years or so after the death of Christ. But some of it is pulled from older documents. And there's a lot to go into it. If you start getting theological about it and doing research and history on it, there's even the mm -hmm. Epic of Gilgamesh, which goes back thousands of years before the flood of Noah. And uh, basically it's the same story. Okay. <laughs> but now there's different, uh, there's different versions, right? Yeah. King James is the most acknowledged, uh, closest interpretation from the Septuagint and the actual Hebrew of the Bible. And then you have NIV and, and all these other ones and some of them start drifting away. Uh, I mean, if you want to get, you know, really dis dis yeah, discussing it, um, some of them water it down and Mike can testify that down there, but there are different versions that help some people understand it better. All right. BP says, get the Democrats Bible. It reads like a third grader and mostly pictures. Oh, <laughs> That'll work for me, BP. I like I like that. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, no, I I just uh, like I don't know. I mean, just something I've been thinking about. I'm like, because like Jess Doc said, you know, it's like the telephone game. If if the word's been passed on through generations, but well, somebody, have you ever heard of the uh, the text they found? Um, gosh, I'm drawing a blank here. Mike, help me out. The, the Bedouin uh, cheap herder found it. The Dead Sea Scrolls. There we go. The Dead Sea Scrolls. Is yeah. there a video game out like that said that? Oh, that's the Elder Scrolls. Oh, my. But the Dead Sea Scrolls predate the writing of the Bible. So they say that this was that. So that pushes the date back further. Gotcha. Okay. It's just all trying to verify it. All right. Well, that works. Um, what else? Uh, there was something about. 
I'm trying to think where I was going with that. There was something else that I wanted to bring up, but I'm drawing a blank right now. Big Sexy, I, I thought you were cooking dinner. I, oh, my God, he's, he's here in the show. I oh, he he's is. He's got okay. it in the oven. Oh, I know. I smell it. It smells so good. Oh, he's multitasking. He's really good at multitasking. He's on the grill like, outside, out back. Oh, yeah. Put some corn I, on the cob on the I grill. That's always good. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah, corn on the cob. Barbecue. Leave the husk on. Throw it on the grill. There's, there's nothing better than that. I'm telling you. Anyways, um, what else we got going on? Oh, that's the that's the one we didn't uh, cover yesterday. I'm going to go to that because I don't know. I'm I'm really bothered by this story. Uh huh. Anyways, have you, you you guys all know who the hell R. Kelly is, right? Do we have to? I mean, yeah, well, yeah. He was a great singer, but he um kind of like turned into this creep that um, nobody was expecting. But but this is nothing new, anyways. But. But 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 I think new new bombshells really come out in his ongoing um, you know scandal. Well, yeah, he's alleged uh, to be a pedophile. Number one, mm-hmm. right? He's got several charges of that pending, and now it uh, appears that R. Kelly admitted to marrying Aaliyah so she could get an abortion. That's what the Jane Doe is testifying. Yes. So, uh, now I can sleep at night slightly. I'm so <laughs> thankful you let me know about that news. Well, you know how I love to bring up all these wonderful rappers because they're such great people in society. You know, they they like to talk about wet body body parts. If you if you catch my drift, mm-hmm. <laughs> call them a rapper because you need to wrap them up and flush them right down the toilet. They're all turds, most yeah. of them. There you go. Bye bye. Even mm-hmm. even mini milk mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> hey, we can either flush them down the toilet or we can throw them out the window, right? Yes, that uh, that's always fun. But we don't want to get in trouble by the authorities, but for throwing Here, something out the window. Here's something interesting <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with that kind of celebrity status kind of junk. But did you see where Antifa and Proud Boys had gotten into it? And the mayor was. I just read that. And the mayor was uh, congratulating the police for standing back and letting it happen. Then there were stories that came out about how awful the proud boys were, how they were pulling people out of their vehicle, flattening tires, beating them up. What it failed to say, because there were other articles that had the background to it. Those were Antifa members. So you know what? Round of applause to the proud boys for standing up and sick, you know, getting those guys because it's been bullshit with Antifa, as you know. Well, and I, and I saw another another story on online about like one of the Proud Boys members being sentenced to five months in jail for burning the um, BLM flag. Um, since when is burning the BLM flag a crime? Um, you know, there's a BLM it, flag. Um, apparently, um, but like if you burn the American flag or the Israeli flag, um, especially here on American soil, it's not a crime. It, that's basically exercising free speech. But but it's okay for them. To burn it over in other countries, but if you burn the Chinese flag or the Russian flag or the flag of an Arab Muslim country, there's hell to pay. I mean, well, slightly, if you burn I'm the, not, go ahead, slightly. If you burn the BLM flag, then you're racist. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying slightly. I support everything Proud Boys do, but in that case, they got my vote, and I'm glad the cops didn't let it, you know, or didn't get involved because hopefully they knocked knocked Antifa back a little bit and 
made him realize there's forces out there that aren't going to put up with him much longer. Well, you know, with with all the Democrats, you know, all about defunding the police and all of that. When when uh, you know, at, at this point, I'm I'm at the point to where, you know, if they want to go at it, the two, just let them fight it out and, uh, until the best man wins. Now, I mean, I think I, I'm at the point to where, just let shit happen and the survival of the fittest. And uh, I don't know, I'm I'm just I'm so st- sick and tired of the BLM thugs, the anti, you know, all of them. You know what? Let them kick the, beat the shit out of each other until they're all gone. I'm okay with that because they're the root of all the issues right now. It's not, you know, society as a whole. It's, it's a small sect of society that is causing all this bullshit. Yep. And the media news media they want to make it look like, oh, my God, the world's on fire. The entire United States of America is out there rioting. Looting. No, no bullshit. It's a small sect who have megaphones and this, the media, the social media, the politicians, they utilize it to advance their agendas. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm OK with it. You know what? You guys want to go and uh, you know meet at a park and beat the shit out of each other and kill each other? By all means, go for it. I'm all for it. But when they start intimidating innocent bystanders or people that are dining outside on the sidewalk and you've got mayors like up in the Northwest that do nothing about it, that's when I, I, you know, would say, Hey, don't let them go and do what they want to do. Cause that's not right. I mean, they're, they're supposed to protect you. That's what they're there for. Right now. Yeah. When you're talking about them going to, uh, you know, affect people, just the every day average Joe that might be out dining or something like that or minding their own business, then yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Yep. But, uh, you know, I, I, when something happens bad to them, I don't feel bad. No, I, I don't either. I just, I, I just, I don't know, got a little warm and fuzzy and inside when I read that these people that the media was trying to say were, you know, pass them off as these poor people that got pulled out of the vehicles and beat that they were actually Antifa members got their ass handed to them. So, so we have, we have, so let's see, we have BLM. We all know the BLM thugs, uh, the ones that are out there, you know, in over the past year and a half, rioting, looting, uh, burning shit down, you know, peaceful protesting as they call it. And then you have Antifa. And then you have the, the Proud Boys, right? Yep. Now, Antifa and the Proud Boys don't like each other, correct? Correct. Yep. And as far as from a political standpoint, we more align with the Proud Boys. Is that, would that be accurate? Proud Boys, accurate. from what I understand, wants a strong America as to where Antifa wants America broken up. They want right. the, the, you know, the government and the, the control or the people that make the rules, they want to change all that. Gotcha. All right. It, it, it gets very convoluted sometimes in my it head. It does. It's yeah, just, basically. And, and are there any groups that I might be missing that I might not be giving, uh, giving credit to? <laughs> well, Girl Scouts. Uh, <laughs> the Girl Scouts of America, the Boy Scouts. Yeah. I, I want to know when are the, Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts going to uh, allow transgenders into their units? Well, the Girl Scouts, I think you can already join if you're a boy. One of them's already done something like that. But, you know, the Girl Scouts try to control us by our diet because they come out with those cookies that you've got to buy every oh, year. Oh, they're so damn good, aren't they? 
Yes, they are. And now they're coming out with one that's uh, supposed to taste like a brownie. Oh, my God. Okay, well, I know what I'm ordering. I'm ordering the mint, the mints, and the uh, the thin mints, and the brownie one. I'll take like four boxes, four boxes of each for one week. I like the tag along. Oh, the ta- t- tag alongs. Yeah. yeah, I love the thin mints. Mm, thin Usually, mints. what I do is I'll pay it forward because they're five dollars a box. I'll get three boxes, give them a twenty, and say, "Hey, whoever comes up and buys next, give them a bonus box, and just tell them to have a good day." There you go. I mean, you know, I just I love something nice. I love the I love the Savannah Smile, you know, lemon flavored cookies, and I like the Dosey Dose. I think those are the chocolate coated ones with, with peanut butter in the middle. Well, those are okay. I, I I will stick to the Thin Mints. Uh, what's the other one with caramel on it? I think those are the Dosey Dose. Is that the Dosey Dose? I don't know. Thin Mints uh, are good out of the freezer or refrigerator, or unless those are the or unless yeah. those are the Samoas. I'm not sure. Oh. Yo, they're the Samoas. Now that you bring that up, they're Samoas. Oh, oh those are so good. I can eat a box. Well, Girl Scout cookie season doesn't begin again until like February and March. So we've got to wait another six months. Unbelievable. That's too long. I could go through a box in a day. Yeah. Don't, that's, don't, don't tell Big Sexy that. You got to put them somewhere <laughs> that you don't normally go so you don't get into them. If you put them in the cabinet that you're always into, yeah, you'll go through them in a day. Oh, they're so good. Um, BP says put the Thin Mints in the freezer. Yeah, that they're best frozen. Oh, yeah. That's that's where they always go when they get purchased. Uh, BP said he also uh, just started a the Proud Gunners group. All right. <laughs> where do you find that? On, on Fascist Book, BP? And Justock says, uh, girls can indeed, in fact, join Boy Scouts. I had no idea. Uh, I don't know how I feel. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's the only way to eat them. Uh, thanks for liking the show there, Big Sexy. I appreciate that. I don't know. Uh, what Do the Boy Scouts sell anything? I know the Girl Scouts sell cookies. Popcorn. What do the Boy Scouts sell? Popcorn. What's that? Popcorn? Popcorn, yeah. That's How that's, exciting, right? <laughs> that's fucking boring. <laughs> exactly. For years, they've been talking about, you know, what, what could they do that was, was better than popcorn, and nobody's come up with a better idea for them. I you mean, they could sell t-shirts and do a better job, I think. People you, might might well sell, you might as well sell sunflower seeds. My God. Exactly. Get your Boy Scout sunflower seeds. What flavors you got? Salted and unsalted. What do you want, sir? All right. Popcorn. And Jestock says it's the most expensive popcorn in the world. I've never bought it, so I have no clue what it runs. It was, I've, never, I've never seen it for sale. It's, it's not, you know, like the Girl Scout cookies. I think they, they talked about putting them in stores or maybe someone has them or whatever, but you had to get them at the time the Girl Scouts had the cookies. Well, hell, popcorn you can buy any day of the year in any store, convenience store, gas station. Yeah, you can go buy uh, Orville Redmacher's popcorn if you want. Yep. Anyways, Pop Sacred or any other brand. If, you, if you're really that excited, which if you're excited about Boy Scout popcorn. You need to see a psychologist. But anyways, if you are, the seven flavors that they have available, caramel corn, unbelievable butter. That's very imaginative. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe it's not butter. Is that the name of it, basically? Yeah, might as well be. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dark and white chocolate, chocolatey drizzle. They'll probably have to change the name of that one, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's racist. It says white. 
It's white chocolatey. That you have to be less white, Boy Scouts. Yeah. Uh, buffalo cheddar cheese corn. That sounds pretty good. Chocolatey. Oh wait, no, they're okay because they have a chocolatey caramel crunch that's not white. So they're they're okay. They save themselves. And then they have the white chocolatey pretzels. So I mean, it's kind of like the TV commercials now, where you have a a black mom, an Asian dad, a Hispanic child, and a white dog, or whatever. Have you right. noticed that they're throwing in one of everything in the commercials? They are. They're they're throwing in uh, anything they can to show that they're not racist. No, and I yeah, I really I don't care. I get it. You can have different. You know, and kid could be adopted, and black and white can be married, and all that. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. bother me. But what bothers me is the fact that they're throwing it in your face, and you know why they're doing it. It's like, just yeah. make, make the commercial with all Hispanics if you want, or all black. I don't care. Well, you know, uh, the, that's the sad part about it, is that they feel they, they have the need to do that. To where, you know, if I, I what, was, what show was it? Oh, uh, do you recall the ABC show Family Matters? Yes. There was absolutely, like, no white people on that show. I don't know if you recall that. Or Martin. And, and I'm, I was okay with that. I didn't say, oh, my God, they're such racist. I watched it every week. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, it, it's crazy. The, the latest thing I had heard, and I'm not sure if it was on our show or not, but it, it's more of a uh, funny than anything. But uh, people, people uh, around society are making sure that others know that they're not racist. Because they own color TVs, not black and white TVs. <laughs> You know, and, and speaking of that show, Family Matters, I thought it was a really great show. Um, the standout character on that show was none other than Steve Urkel. Oh, yeah. Jaleel White. Jaleel White. Yeah. You know what Steve Urkel would always say? Can I do that? Yeah, that, that, that was his main tagline. That's for sure. Or, or his infamous laugh, he'd go, hee, 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 like that. But but he was in character for that. Jaleel White was. Yeah, no, he 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 was he's a great actor, that's for sure. And uh, although I have to admit, I I always uh, stuck around for what was the show after that? The Tom Sag, um, Dave Couillet. Oh, Full, Full House. House. Yeah, that was on the same evening, I think. You go on Netflix and catch Fuller House. They're on there a few times for guest appearances. I didn't like any of those though. Really? Well, I remember Dinosaurs and Step by Step and Boy Meets World as a part of the TGIF lineup. Um, that, that was when TV was at its very best, but nowadays TV has really turned to shit. No, Aaron. It, TV was at its best when Married with Children was on. That's um, married with, yeah, but, they, but they were on a competing network, though. Oh, my God. There was no other sitcom better than that show. Did you say sitcom or sitcom? Sit. <laughs> Situation comedy. That, that, oh, Eric, I know. I'm, I'm, you got to flow with it. <laughs> oh, I was saying because you said married with children, sick calm. Because some people were like, oh, that show's so sick. But, oh, it's not sick. It's fucking hilarious. I know it. The stuff he got away with. And I love No Ma'am Group. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and, and, and how Peg would always address her husband. Ow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she was always on the damn couch eating bonbons. And, and the, watching Oprah. She, the, she, she is your, like your typical Democrat who just stays at home, does nothing, and eats bonbons. The car on the show wasn't even the model that they claimed it to be. I never knew that. Really? Yeah. Watch, watch the show and then look at the car. It's not, the, it's not what they claim. And nobody ever caught it. 
Wow, I didn't know that. Doe says that uh, In Living Color was his all-time favorite. It was okay. Um, and, and another standout character on Married with Children was Marcy, you know, the, the neighbor who um, lived in a glass house. Oh, yeah. And, and her and Al did not get along. That was a great show. I wish, you know what? I wish they, you know how all these other sitcoms have done uh, like remakes, at least one episode. I would love for them mm-hmm. to get, uh, reunite and just do one episode. Of Married with Children? Yeah. Yes. I mean, they're all alive. I know David uh, Faustino would be for it because he, he's been doing anything he can to make a buck after that show. Yeah. He hasn't, <laughs> been, he hasn't been very successful uh, of, of late and uh, it's... He's up in LA and he, oh my mm-hmm. God, talk about a lefty. Oh, he oh is, really? Oh, he's hardcore. Yeah. Um, it does says Marcy would never sign on. Um, but, but I think which husband of Marcy's would return? Would it be her newer, younger husband, Jefferson, or would it be her first husband, um, Steve? Well, Jefferson, every time he signed on to a show, I can't think of his name, but every time he signed Ted on. Ted McGinley. Show, yeah, that was the death of the show. Yeah. Okay. He so he, so basically, he was a jinx. In other words, oh yes, he was. You know, happy, but Happy Days had run its course. He got on Happy Days, gone. He got on Married with Children, gone. He got on something else that was a Hope and Faith, uh, yeah, gone. Another uh, Netflix episode series came out. It was gone. So it's like if I was an actor and I saw that he was reading for a part, <laughs> I would say, let me know if you are, <laughs> I'm out. Cancel contract. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well let's take our last break when we come back we'll get to some trivia uh you're listening to the slightly serious show on a tuesday enjoying yourselves then please be sure to follow the show on podbean and many of the other social media platforms including twitter at slightly serious instagram and facebook our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms including spotify apple Podcasts, pandora google Podcasts, and many more all right, producer Eric, we have some trivia tonight. Um, yep, and um, eight, uh, we got um, and we got five open call spots on Podbean, or you can, or to watch to those watching on D Live, Twitch, or or Facebook, dial seven zero two seven zero eight two eight five five. I'm going to root for the winner slightly. <laughs> ice oh, ice cream! Someone's giving me ice cream. I don't know where. I missed it. Oh, it's over. Thanks, Jess, Doc, for the ice cream. Oh, it was oh, Jess. We'll make sure to hide it from Nancy. She's got plenty of herself. Yeah, and, uh, and cra- Crazy Joe, right? Yes, Crazy Joe. Crazy Joe Biden. They, they don't need anything. They need to work. So what do we got? All right. uh, Mike, uh, welcome to the show, Mike. Good luck to you in trivia, my friend. If you win. Thank you. Well, um, rules are the same as always. I'm going to read the question when I'm done. Um, your buzzer, buzz, your username is your buzzer, and the name I hear first will go first. And correct answers win you points. Right. All right. The first question of the night: the category is music. Finish the lyric. Speaking words of wisdom. Slightly. What do you? His voice is slightly. Let it be. Let it be. Uh, you, 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 you won that part, we. I mean, or unless wow. I should get slightly that point. Boy, did I screw him up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Jess got it, too. I get the point for that. That's right. Those are slightly Wow, points. that was epic. That was All, right. All right. The I'll next question. Um, what's that? Go ahead. 
The next question category is movies. What animated movie is based on The Snow Queen by Hans Christian Andersen? Mike. <laughs> Frozen. Um, that, that, that is correct, Mike. Way to go, Mike. That was going to be my answer for you, Mike. I'll give you a point as well. All right. Um, the next question category is general knowledge. What is the piece of metal on a bridle that goes into the horse's mouth? Mike. Pertwee. Uh, I heard Pertwee. It's a bit. That's correct. I just didn't want to get shut out, guys. <laughs> Way to go, Pert. And, and we'll give a point to Jess. She got bit as well. My God, Jess, are right. you uh, not going everything tonight or what? You're. I would fight. imagine so. Yeah. All right. Next question. All right. The next question category is history. What did the Russian people do with Vladimir Lenin's body after his death in 1924? Pertwee. Pertwee. What do you got, Pertwee? They mummified him and put him on display. That is correct. Damn. Displayed it publicly. All right. All right. The next question category is TV. On Friends, who did Chandler share a room with in college? Pertwee. Go ahead, Pert. Gandalf? Gandalf? That is incorrect. <laughs> that's, that's a different like movie. No, isn't they, no like, there was, the there was a guy that was like this crazy wacko friend that they had, and I thought that was who it was he shared. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to repeat the question on Friends. Who did Chandler share a room with in college? I don't even know. his roommate. Slightly. Um, go ahead, slightly. <laughs> I'm going to say Ross. That is correct. Really? I never watched all of it. Duck, duck, go, of course. No, I just, that's the only one I know. Well, as long, but it wasn't Joey, that's for sure. And it wasn't Phoebe or Monica or Rachel. No, it was Ross. Well, you got the right. <laughs> But I'm going to go on to the next question. Category is beverages. How many teaspoons of sugar are in a can of Coke? Multiple choices. Seven count, seven teaspoons, 16 teaspoons, or 24 teaspoons? Slightly. What do you have, slightly? 16. Incorrect. Per Mike. What do you have, Pert? 24. That is incorrect. Um, it, it, the oh, answer wow. is seven, so nobody got a point for that. Seven. I thought it was much more than I that. I was going to say seven. Ranga sound there. So nobody got a well, point there. You all screwed the pooch on that. Because because what? the three multiple choices um to to the wrong answers got used up, so um that 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 would that would automatically just can't cancel you out. <clears throat> Excuse me. You've been canceled. <laughs> all right. Um the the next question category is music. Who put out the hit single I Want to Know What Love Is in 1985? Pertwee. Go ahead, Pert. Foreigner. That is correct. Yeah, man. Oh. Points update. I, I have to adjust the points here. And while we adjust the points, we have uh, dinner being served here. So uh, head over to D Live if you 
like to see what's going on. Uh, points, points update is her has four just up with three Mike and slightly with one. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, there's the final product uh, right there for you. That's what's for dinner tonight. So there you go. Bacon wrapped hot dogs and beef hot dogs, all beef natural. And, and then we also have what? Cream cheese stuffed jalapeno wrapped with bacon. Is that the Green New Deal approved? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Green New Deal right there. Yeah, okay. you're going to eat all that, or are you guys sharing that? We share that. That's not my plan. Okay. <laughs> uh, we Jess Duck says we need less old people questions. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Oh, I right. think we would have to talk to Terry about that. <laughs> yeah, we need to get Terry on here. Um yeah, she's in her early fifties. That explains everything. <laughs> and um and in her defense, um, you know, she's widowed. Oh. Yeah. Well, All right. we'll for her bringing questions to us. So what's uh, exactly um, for the next question category is TV. Who plays Leslie Nope in Parks and Recreation? That's not an old people's question, Jess. Come on. Where are you at on this? Who plays okay, Leslie Nope in Park? Oh, um, Pert. Go ahead, Pert. Said Amy Girl. <laughs> What's her <laughs> last name? Slightly. Uh, Pol- Polar. Polish? Polar? Uh, Polish. Amy Polar is correct. Is it Polish or Polar? Polar. Polar. <laughs> we got it. She did a she did a movie with uh oh gosh what's her name that used to always on Saturday Night Live no she she did the um what's her name? the Alaskan governor <laughs> they did a movie together and it was hilarious the one um, who always played yeah. the well she was previously married to Will Arnett um, who had also did some work on Saturday Night Live but he was on the show Arrested Development Tina Fey. that's what I was trying oh to Tina Fey you know she she's an actress yes and comedian um you know and. And I think they've even done some movies also with Kristen Wiig, too. Um, oh, I love Kristen Wiig as Gilly. Gilly, 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 Gilly. Gilly. Um, <laughs> yeah, her, yeah, her name is Gilly. She's at it again, causing, like a ru- causing a lot of ruckus like a barnyard hen. She's always causing trouble. Her hair is like a bubble. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's Gilly. Uh-huh. I, I memorized yeah. that jingle. Um. The next question category is general <laughs> knowledge, and this is also going to be multiple choice. In what decade was the first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Was it the 1920s, the 1940s, or the 1960s? Mike. What do you Mike. have, Mike? The 1940s. 1940s is incorrect. What do you have, slightly? 20s. That is that is correct. Um, oh 19, 1924, you know, to be more specific. And Jess, we got I think you they had balloons well. back then. Who was who was the parade marshal in that year? Pertwee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question category is religion. Worship of Krishna is observed by which religious faith? Pert. Mike. What do you have, Pert? The Hare Krishnas. The who? The that is incorrect. Um, oh, you you want to take a guess, Mike? Slightly. Uh, Hinduism. Hinduism is correct. Way to go, Mr. Mike. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't accept your answer, Pert. 
That's okay. I won't hold it against you. <laughs> All right. The next question category is TV. According to the intro of the original Star Trek, how long was their mission? Oh, gosh. How long was uh, it? Mike? What do you have, Mike? Not multiple choice, huh? Um, Lightyear? Bert- <laughs> no, Bertwee. That, um, um, you, you want to guess, Bert? Go, go with slightly first. Slightly, go ahead. Five years. That is correct. That's right. <laughs> I'm playing for fun. I don't need to win. I mean, I would have given multiple choices, but I think that would have probably been too easy. <laughs> All right, the next question. Either. It only ran for three years. I know, right? <laughs> All right, the, the next question category is history. Which constitutional amendment allowed the right to vote regardless of race? Mike. What do you have, Mike? 18th. 18th Amendment is incorrect. Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? 13? 13th is incorrect. Mike. What do you have, Mike? 16th. 16th is incorrect. You, you have a guess slightly? 15th. That is correct. That's One, right. two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> um, the 16th Amendment is the IRS. The 17th Amendment is direct U.S. send elections. The 19th Amendment is women's suffrage, which gave women the right to vote. Eric, we don't have three letters on our show. (laughs) The 18th and 21st Amendments pertain to prohibition. Um, The next question category is beverages. Anheuser-Busch Brewery has its original headquarters in which U.S. city? I think I heard slightly first. What? St. Louis. <laughs> that is correct. That's right. And Jess got it too. Get your mic up higher than your hearing. All right. All right. The next question category is geography. In which body of water are Madagascar and Sri Lanka located in? Mike. What do you have, Mike? Indian Notion. That is correct. Wow, very fast. I just got it too, and a points update. Um, well, we have new leader. Uh, Jess stuck with seven. Cool, seven. wow. Yeah, and good job so far with Jess. I have, uh, me and Pert have five, and Mr. Mike has three. Better than yep. zero. Hell yeah, it is. (laughs) All right, our next question category is sports. Atlanta United's first regular season MLS game was played at Bobby Dodd Stadium in what year? What year? What year, yes. Isn't that soccer? Nobody will follow soccer. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll give you all multiple choices. Is it 2015? 2017, 2018, or 2020? Slightly. What do you have, slightly? I'm going to say 2017. That is correct. March 5th, to be more specific. 
And that and that day is my brother Chuck's birthday, nonetheless. Oh wow. All right, the next one category is TV, and we're we're getting a lot of TV questions tonight. Yeah, that way. Where was the setting of the TV sitcom Happy Days? Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? Milwaukee. That is correct. I think that's the fastest I've heard you buzz in there, Pert. Well, he said he heard you last time. I want to make sure I was heard. Oh. (laughs) Congratulations. Um, All right. The next question category is animals. What animal is considered the most venomous snake in the world according to the potency of its venom? Pertwee. Mike. What do you have, Pert? The adder. Adder is incorrect. Black Mamba is also incorrect. What do you have slightly? Mike. Uh, uh, Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. A baby rattlesnake. That is incorrect. Now is the opportunity to do Duck, Duck, Go, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Perch, if I can Duck, Duck, Go. (laughs) What what do you have? Taipan. I'll I'll accept that. Inland Taipan snake. Wow. I had no idea. Is that is that opposed to like the coastal Taipan? I don't know. Is, um, it, is that where it comes from, or what? Is that how it got its name? I don't know. I think we would have to have a have a word with our friend Cracks from the Exotics Radio podcast because I, I would imagine she probably might have guests on who specialize in snake venom. Actually, there Eric, is. A, I, I did hear there is a coastal Taipan. Hmm. It, they say that the coastal taipan is the longest venomous snake in Australia. But I think according to this question, like pot- potency in its venom, which would make it the mo- most venomous or deadly. Yeah. No, I right. heard the baby rattlesnake is the most deadly because it doesn't know how to control its venom when it bites you because it's uh, a juvenile. And it's well, that's not the correct answer, Mike, so you don't win still. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. But I, I, I think they have to me- measure the venom, like, because, like, it, whenever they're able to take venom samples from the snakes. But I'm um, moving on to the next question category is sports. Peyton Manning joined the Broncos for the 2012 season. How many seasons did he play for the Colts? Oh, jeez. Mike. What do you have, Mike? 22. 22 is incorrect. Slightly. What do you have, slightly? I'm going to say 20. 20 is incorrect. Hurt? It says 11. Hurt? Um, 11 is incorrect, but you, you're getting close, Jess. Hurt? What do you have, Perk? Two weeks worth, 14 years. 14 <laughs> seasons, yes. That is correct. Unbelievable. Good job. <laughs> All right, the next question category is history. What two crops is Sir Walter Raleigh credited with bringing back to Britain from the American colonies? Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? Tobacco is one of them. That, that's one of them, yes. Uh, shoot. Corn, the other? Well, that was going to be bad. Corn is incorrect. Oh, wow. Slightly. Do I get at least a half a point? All right. It's going to be two, two points. You already got a point for tobacco. What do you have slightly? Oh. Potatoes. Potatoes is correct. All right. That Mike. was a good guess. 
wait, wait, wait. He brought back potatoes from the Americas to Britain, but they were already in Ireland. What the hell's up with that? <laughs> I, th- I think there must be a difference between Irish potatoes and American potatoes. All he had to do was look across the uh, the little creek there, and he would have found them. American potatoes uh-huh. are much better for you. Are they really? All right. The, the next question category is music. Who sang Bridge Over Troubled Water at Aretha Franklin's funeral? Bridge Over Troubled Water, which singer sang that at Aretha Franklin's funeral? Mike. What do you have, Mike? Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson is incorrect. Slightly. What do you have, Slightly? Gladys Knight. That is correct. All right. And we're about to have our last question of the night. The category is beverages. What mixed drink did Winston Churchill say had saved more Englishmen's lives and minds than all the doctors in the empire? Slightly. What do you have, Slightly? Scotch. Scotch is incorrect. Oh, Pertwee. What do you have, Pert? Gin? Gin tonic? Gin and tonic is correct. Oh, really? All right, um, and who's going to be the winner tonight? Jess, Doc, my friend, you are so, so close. But, yeah, I know. The final scores, we got 10. Jess, Doc, with 9, and Slightly with 8, with Mike following up with 3. So, congratulations (laughs) to Pertwee winning on the last question of the night. Yes. Um, I, I guess we still got to find out about Jess Duck and Honey Bee whenever, whenever they're going to do their one-on-one trivia game here on the show. Oh yeah, what, uh, here comes the, uh, here comes the big number one. <laughs> the big number one, yes. And uh, yes, Mike, thanks for watch, participating. Watch finger that is, <laughs> Mr. Mike. Yeah, tonight you uh, are uh, the proud owner of our participation trophy. So congratulations on that. And uh, appreciate you all joining us. And yes, uh, Jess, that was so close. Um, if Jess, Doc, and Honeybee want to do next Tuesday, maybe we can set that up for next Tuesday. But but then the usual trivia game that I MC, um, we could probably push that to Wednesday. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we we'll see if I can reach out to either of them, and uh, we'll see what happens. So, uh, yep. But uh, yeah. Well, um, gosh, I, I thought I was going to get that last question with Scotch. Then we would have had a three-way tie for first place. Oh, that what do we do for three-way ties? I don't know. I would probably have to break a tie probably with like a get, guess that um, TV show theme song or, or, or like a certain, certain song by like musical notes. Um, Eric, I was thinking if there was a three-way tie, I, get, I would get to uh, ask the next question, the last question. Um, this TV theme song you might as well just give it to me here um, but but I think if you are part of three way tie as the MC I would probably have to be the one to break it for you oh no I get to cheat (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I mean come on slightly I I gave you the first point of the night (laughs) 
You did. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I think you had to be a little schemer, right, Pertwee? <laughs> that was pretty funny to start off the show. That was pretty. That was pretty exciting. Oh my gosh! Um, so over on the live. Oh, here, 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 here's. That's my portion. I don't. You, you know, you saw the last uh, portion. That wasn't all mine. I just get this. So, just maybe another hot dog. Maybe another hot dog. Oh, that looks really good. Are those like jalapeno peppers wrapped in bacon as a side dish? Oh yeah, look at that. Oh, oh, that, oh, those are good. Oh my god, I, I like jalapeno cheese bombers from churches. Yeah, I showed them. Yeah, that's oh my god. Oh, that that, that 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 I think that those kind of jalapenos right there have got like the cream cheese filling. Yeah, I, yeah. cheddar I'm cheese filling is good too. I'm just now on DLive seeing the plate you held up. I don't know why it's such a delay on mine all the time. Well, it's at least five seconds. Yeah, but, but that was like 45 seconds, I think. Um, you, you must have the video paused or something. What I do is I just move the video portion down to the right-hand corner, and I'll just click, click on the video, and then it refreshes for me to be back to its live position, even though it's like a... Like five, five or ten minutes behind. No, just just like saying that uh, that's a reasonable portion. Plus, I had dessert earlier. What did I have for dessert earlier, Jess? Well, <laughs> just said I had uh, dessert earlier. What did I have that was dessert? I had it all. Oh, he had it I all, had, not me. I had a strawberry lemon. Yeah, the he, was him. Does Big Sexy just have one of those metabolisms that everybody hates him for? Pretty much today he had well he bought this one gelato right and it had like it blackberry cabernet blackberry cabernet um was it ice cream or sorbet, sorbet? blackberry it tasted like red wine so he had to go back and get another one and then he had the muffin so yeah he has yeah. some metabolism like I don't know what to say but yeah um. And I remember, like, uh, us having the discussion, like, um, you know, where where I thought you looked like you were like football player build. I think, you know, Big Sexy would look like he could be built for track and field or cross country running. Yeah, he's a, he. That's the uh, body type that he has, like a cross cross yep. runner. Yep. So, and he can eat anything he wants. Then he he won't gain a pound. I mean, he could. Oh, he oh he could practically slip into a size zero, right? Pretty much, he could eat it like a twenty pound turkey if he wanted to, and not gain a pound. Uh huh. Jeff Duck is right. He has the body for shopping. Mm -hmm. Meaning he's skinny enough to get in when everybody's fighting over the deals. He just walks out with. (laughs) Um. Right. (laughs) So, um, hey, the the thing about shopping is you, you you know we're, we're always told you shop till you drop. His big problem is being able to carry all the bags. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, Ooh, the jalapeno, very spicy. Huh. I'm, I'm a big time wimp when it comes to hot stuff. Ooh. Ooh. Anyways, <laughs> God. Oh, that pepper must be getting to you. Mm-hmm. See, like when he eats it, though, he'll start sweating. And he sweats so profusely, like it'll take him, he'll at least need like 20 paper towels 
because he's his head is drenched. Thankfully, I don't get that way. But anyways, we're going to wind things up tonight. I appreciate you guys joining us. Wow. We'll go around the table. Producer Eric, any final thoughts, my friend? Well, I definitely look forward to us doing the hunt day show tomorrow. And, and of course, I'm keeping an eye on my news feeds of any interesting stories I'll send your way. Sounds good. And hurt uh, we. How dare you use the O word in chat? <laughs> Honey, I hope you have a good night. Um, hey, we're, we're, hey, we're giving Mike a you know shit about like the sherbet, but, but he's not like calling it sherbet. Well, there's a difference like when you mention sorbet. Yeah, there's a big time difference. Just ask Nancy Pelosi; she'll tell you. <laughs> I know, right? Or Joe Biden. You know, good old Joe. Hurt. Any uh, final words for the night, my friend? You trivia champion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've got some interesting uh, historic news here. Does, does anybody remember the guy who invented the door knocker? The door knocker. Oh, you what about him? The thing that you uh, tap on the door and and knock with, yeah. Yeah, you, I remember. you probably don't remember his name because what he got for it was a Nobel Prize. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. That was pretty. Uh, pretty. Uh, that was pretty clever. <laughs> Half of our audience probably still trying to figure that out, but that's okay. Yeah. They have time. They have till tomorrow night, 930 Eastern time. Yeah. Tune in tomorrow. We'll explain it to you. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, um, until then, make sure you follow us over <clears throat> at Slightly Serious. Make sure you follow us over on where else. Um, no, don't go to Fascist Book. But you can uh, email us any topics, any complaints, any comments, slightly serious show at gmail.com. And also check out slightlyshow.com. Um, you know, there's been a few deaths over the past couple of days, so they're <laughs> dropping like flies, folks. Get your entries in. It's, it, the first one's free. So you go to slightlyshow.com forward slash contest. Enter your three celebrities who you think are going to kick the bucket before the end of the year. And if you are the first one to get all three correct, you win $100 cash. Compliments of me. Other than that, I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. I appreciate you joining us live, or if you happen to download this. But other than that, I hope you have a blessed one. God bless Mm -hmm. America. Good night, everybody. Love you all. See you later. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.